when two people hold values that travels in different directions, one of two things is bound to happen. Either one person conforms and is unhappy, or the person gets dragged and is unhappy. Either way, heartbreak is around the bend. And if you pretend nothing says coup, the pain only gets worse. Hey, it's Dee and this is Canvas in My Head by Dee Gantor, a podcast of decluttering consciousness. In here, I talk about my learnings, ideas, and thoughts about mental health awareness and wellness through intentional living. These are the insights that I value and I'm hoping that this podcast with each episode will add value to you as well. Hey guys, so in the next five episodes of the podcast show, I'd like to talk more about decluttering and letting go. No, not just of stuff and the clutter in our mind as you usually see in Decluttering Consciousness Facebook page, but in all areas, you know, where we can apply decluttering. So, side quento, last weekend, our LA Movies and TV Series Club, you know, one of the many clubs we have in our trading community, we watched a Thai movie available through Netflix um, Philippines. It's called Happy Old Year. Oh, by the way, if you'd like to learn how to trade Forex, you can go through my link in the description and use my code for discounts. Anyway, let me tell you a little bit about the movie. So it's about a woman's journey when she decided to declutter and reorganize her house and convert it into a home office. She will throw away anything that has been lying around unused, including old gifts, borrowed items, and some personal stuff from her childhood. However, she faces a roller coaster emotions and challenges you know, when she came across some items that belonged to her ex-boyfriend. So it's basically decluttering not just of stuff, but also her inner baggage, you know, the emotions and the people included. If you've watched the movie or if you're gonna watch the movie and if you have thoughts about the movie, its ending, let me know by leaving me a voice message through my anchor.fm link or connect with me through any of my channels. Also, I'm reading the latest book by two of my heroes, Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus, also known as The Minimalists. So their book is titled after their longtime epigram, which is love people use things because the opposite never works. I'm glad that I got the hardbound copy as a gift as I've been eyeing to own physical copies of their books for the longest time but not all are available in the Philippines. Anyway, I kind of touched a little bit about letting go topic and the minimalists in the earlier stage of the show. It's called Bless Is Now and it's episode 10. I remember it being my first video cast as well. But yeah, check it out if you're keen to have a listen. Going back, on their latest book, Love People Use Things, the minimalist move past simple decluttering to show how minimalism makes room to reevaluate and heal the seven essential relationships in our lives. 
since my Facebook page, which is Decluttering Consciousness, is heavily inspired by decluttering in the wheel of life, I said to myself, why not do a podcast series episodes about the book and I'll pick my top 5 from the 7 essential relationships in my life, basically until episode 25. I'm so excited and I hope you are too. By the way, if you wanted to know more about the wheel of life that I just mentioned, I have episode 6 for that. Today's episode, let's talk about letting go of our untruths, of our lies. Gosh, this will be a bit heavy and will take a ton of, you know, reflective questions for us to re-examine where we are at the moment and what lies have we been holding on to that prevents our growth. On the other hand, once we have identified and acknowledged them, it'll greatly help us in the more intentional living and our mental health fitness. So are you ready? I hope you are because I am. So why do we need to talk about this though? Because in order to live a meaningful life, we need to live by our truths. What lies do we live in? This could be lies we tell ourselves or other people, people we love and care about. Because sometimes it's easier to hide behind our shortcomings, excuses, habits, possessions, and beliefs, right? Because we are in a crisis of belonging. However, this blocks us from living a truthful life. Deep inside, we all know this already, right? But why do we still do it though? We hide because in accepting and telling the truth, truth, it can be messy and ugly. It can be overwhelming and it can break us sometimes. So what we do, we create a make-believe world built on lies and exaggerations that does not agree with the reality. Now in the book, its message is that the more we feed and complicate our lives with these untruths, the more anxious and depressed we feel and the more we would benefit from simplifying Because simplicity exposes the truth that's buried beneath the lies of complexity. I loved how Joshua said that comfort is a liar. It's like ignoring the problem is not the solution. Whilst we do not want to overreact, it also is a bad idea to underreact. And they have an argument that when you look at every great success throughout history, you'll find that discomfort and even suffering is the place from which great people grow. Discomfort is where the truth sits. It exposes the flaws, the inaccuracies, the incongruities, and comfort is a liar. It speaks volume, isn't it? When was the last time you've got out of your comfort zone? It could be at the workplace, you know, your business, or your creative pursuits even. Since the month of August, I have been invited to four different speaking engagements. If you knew me, you'll know that I do not want to be speaking in public with camera on. That's why I only have the podcast show and kind of got stuck with my video cast months ago. But I chose discomfort. I said yes to these speaking engagements because number one, I have a message and a story to tell and I wanted to reach people's heart, leaving the slightest possible impact I can leave. Second, it improves my confidence, thought process, storytelling, and a public speaking skill. Third, it declutters my consciousness. And the fourth, I grow not just as an individual, but a part of the ecology, of the community, of this world. And that's what I believe in. Now, let me ask you, what other lies do we tend to tell ourselves and believe? I'll give you an example, that we need someone to complete us. Have you heard of that before? Or are you in the spectrum who says that? I did, well, a long time ago. 
I used to believe that I wasn't enough and I need someone who will complete me. And how did that work for me? Well, not very well. It was irrational and harmful, you know. The idea that there's someone out there who is customized to make you whole implies that you are not capable of being complete on your own. I love what Colin Wright said in his book, The One. He said, You are the only person in the world who can complete and fulfill you and ensure your happiness. Everyone else is a potential, hopefully, wonderful attention to that fated situation. You are born complete. You die complete. And you decide whom you spend your time in between. I remember in one of our recent discussions in our Discord community, we talked about, you know, commitments, love, and romantic relationships. The keys were intentionality and communication. Both of this has always been vital to make any relationship work, isn't it? If only we can define our own concept of love and commitment, you know, our values and our non-negotiables, and be able to discuss and or communicate it with our partner and align them or meet halfway at least, then there will be lesser failed and toxic relationships, right? And this is what Joshua is saying when he said that when two people hold values that travels in different directions, one of two things is bound to happen. Either one person conforms and is unhappy, or the person gets dragged and is unhappy. Either way, heartbreak is around the bend. And if you pretend nothing's a skew, the pain only gets worse. Not just to you, but to both of you. The truth is the only thing that can preserve a relationship, even when it's uncomfortable or difficult or painful. Truth is the only glue that strengthens a bond. So what is the cost of lies? I'll give you a short answer. Everything. Again, the cost of lies is everything. Now, I'll give you another answer, which is longer. Lies strip us of our integrity, honor, rectitude, virtue, and trust. Lies cost us friendships and love, and meaningful experiences and worthwhile interactions, respect, and freedom. Sometimes, it can cost people their lives. Now, let's talk about truths now. There are two kinds of truths. The first one is subjective truths. These are preferences like religion, food, you know, as beliefs or personal truths. It's impossible for these truths to be false because of their perspective nature. The second one is objective truths. These are like gravity or arithmetic. These are also what we may call principles, rules, or laws. They apply to everyone because facts do not require beliefs. So no matter what you believe in, this applies to everyone. Now, letting the truth out is how we become free. We all know that. It might be uneasy, but I'd rather take that than shame and insignificance. When we lie about something, don't we feel shame and insignificance? We also feel inadequacy and we feel like we are a fraud, right? I don't know about you, but I don't want to live a life entangled with the complex consequences of lies. It's like you open a ton of tabs on your browser but didn't have to worry about clearing the history. I hope you're still listening and hanging on there. I know this is heavy, but difficult conversations are necessary. Do you agree? So the good news is, my past, your past, or the past does not equal to the future. And we don't have to be the same person we were. We can learn from our past self and be grateful for 
mind you, not proud but grateful for. Grateful for our mistakes without needing to repeat them. So what's stopping you to speak and live your truth? I have an answer to that question. Well, I journaled about this already and it really helped to correct my errors. Actually, constantly helping me to be and do better. So might as well share with you. The answer is fear. You know, we're afraid to pull back the curtain because we're afraid not of the stuff itself, but of the work, the actions, the next steps that must be done to live a more rewarding, more purpose-filled, more meaningful life after getting rid of it. Yet, if we do not take the first step, no matter how small it may be, if we do not address the clutter that's blocking us, how will we make room for the truth? I really resonated with how Joshua put it out. Fear traps us. It stops us from growing. It prevents us from contributing to other people. It blocks us from living a happy, satisfied, fulfilled lives. And this is my favorite. Fear is the antithesis of freedom. So I think the question we need to always ask ourselves when something stands in our way is, what am I afraid of? It's more effective when we write it down or say it out loud, as it may seem and sound absurd. Just give it a try. Let's say, for example... I can't say no to that person. What am I afraid of? I can't quit the job I hate to pursue my passion. What am I afraid of? I can't exercise and eat healthy food. What am I afraid of? I can't let go of my toxic relationships or toxic friendships. What am I afraid of? I can't finish what I started. What am I afraid of? Isn't it time to step away from whatever is preventing you from being free? Starting with the excess stuff in your life. So, just a quick recap before I leave you with more reflective questions. So, we talked about the crisis of belongingness. We talked about comfort is a liar. We talked about the cost of lies. We talked about how the truth will help us grow. And we talked about fear is the antithesis of freedom. So, here are the questions about truth. This is made by Ryan Nicodemus. I strongly suggest for you to take your time and journal your answers to the following questions when you're ready. First one is, what is one essential truth you are hiding right now? Second, how has hiding the truth caused discontent or hurt relationships? Third, what is the worst thing that will happen if you tell the truth? And what is the best thing that will happen? Fourth, What difficult conversations must you conduct in order to avoid making more regrettable decisions? And fifth, how will the truth help you grow? How will the lies prevent you from growing? The goal of these reflective questions is for us to acknowledge the lies, get uncomfortable to confront the lie or lies, eliminate each lie, apologize to people who you may have hurt, it could be yourself even, and heal. So if you need someone to process and journey with you, your thoughts, and all this, please do connect with a professional life coach you know. If you don't know anyone, you can connect with me. I can help you if you'd let me. I am a certified professional life coach with certificate code CACC-2021-062, and I help people see their world differently through life and mental health coaching. Do connect with me through any of my channels and you can see the link on my description.
I genuinely hope you've got some golden nuggets from this episode and I hope to see you next week for the second part of this Letting Go series. We'll talk about another essential relationship and that is with ourselves. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sticking with me. This has been Convos in My Head by D. Cantor. Bye! If you found value in this episode, please don't forget to rate it or leave me a message through anchor.fm slash heydesi. I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback and with your permission, I may also include your voice message in my future episodes. Also, I do my uploads every Thursday, so make sure to subscribe or follow so you won't miss any future episodes. And if you're new to the podcast, when you have the chance, feel free to listen to my previous episodes as well. To see my passion projects or to connect and collaborate with me, head over to the link on the description. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. This is Convos in My Head by the Eaton Thorne.